And a very good evening and welcome to the show. It's just coming up on 10 p.m. on uh, Saturday. Well, it's uh, Saturday the 6th of February already. Next week it'll be Valentine's Day. What are you getting me, Marty? Um... Leave it with me. It's a surprise, Justin. It's a surprise. I'm going to, I'm going to treat you. I'll let you out of lockdown. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, we've got a little bit of a different show yeah. this tonight, haven't we? We have. Justin, we always try and make it a little bit different. Always, always try to do something a little bit of change. We have our news feature, which I score the news weekend week out looking for whiskey features and then after that we have a comparison we have we, we were we're sent up some stuff by wayward irish spirits and we're going to do a little bit of compare and contrast and what's the difference and why you would maybe do one over the other or whatever so we'll talk about that okay uh we better say but some i just see mark here saying he's playing the bbc countdown jingle no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play Which the BBC countdown. We need a jingle. I have said this for weeks now. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't do the BBC news countdown jingle in your head. Oh, you mean that red one where the things are going around the world that cost a fortune? No, 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 no. I'm almost at the point where I would defund the BBC. <laughs> but that's another story. Um, there we go. Uh, good evening. Good evening to you. Uh, good evening to Patrick. No, don't. No, no, no. Only. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, good evening to James and Mauro Doherty. Uh, a new name, Daniel uh, Darren Barney Milligan. Uh, good evening to you, wherever you are from. Oh, there he is, Pen the bagpipes and all. Uh, Sean O'Neill is evening. on the show, and Jilly Mason as well, and Trevor Watson. So uh, welcome along. Remember to comment, like, and share, and uh, tell your friends all Excellent. about the show. Marty. A competition last week to win uh, a sample for a tasting for next week. Now the winners were all contacted, most of to to send me their addresses so I can nice to get the the sample sent out to them. A lot of people haven't got back to me, so if they're not back tonight, then I'm going to pick other people, uh, and and because you know we, we want to have a, a participation. If you don't, if you enter a competition, if you win, claim the thing. You know, it's 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 free. It's not costing anything. So it's not it's, like it's we're actually the, the fake people, and you've won the Prince of Persia. It's real because people get the stuff. Isn't that right, fellas? Yeah, it is. And girls, is people real. get the stuff. Yeah. We absolutely we 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 want we do things a little bit different. We want audience participation we want the people to come along we want them to try it along with us we don't want to sit way back lord and stuff over and uh, we, we try and get as many people to join in and we don't want brand ambassadors in the room while we're doing it we want people to do it where they don't they can feel that they can um speak freely if they don't like it they don't like it and that's that's perfectly fine so if i sent you a message get back to me yes Please, please, please do. Oh, and can I just say, I just say a thank you, by the way. I just have to say a thank you because I just see Robert on here. Uh, Robert, a drop of the Irish. Uh, he sent me, I asked him, could he do me a favour? And he did. So thank you very much, mate. It was much appreciated. Much appreciated. So there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, it's wonderful stuff. Now, uh, a busy show tonight. Uh, <laughs> Probably split into three three parts. This week in whiskey coming up, and then we're going to have a look at uh, some of these Liberty or Irish whiskies, the differences between normal and cask strength, and then we're we're going to have a wee bit of a, a chit chat and and see what you've been up to because you've been very good, Juice. And uh, oh, I have got to tell people, well, not at the minute. Uh, because I can't say the, the name of the, the thing, but but if you say that girl's name beginning oh. with A, right, and you say listen to the Irish Whiskey Review podcast, no, Alexa. no, no, everybody's Alexa. house will go mad. It, it'll actually play the podcast. Now, it doesn't go out live. 
Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. <laughs> it doesn't go out like this version, uh, but it does go out. Uh, the pre-recorded or the post-recorded version of this goes out, but also on a Wednesday evening, if you ask it, you'll hear all about Alfred Bernard, which we did Wednesday past that. And, and it's on all the podcast channels as well. And it, it's going a bit ballistic, that, because we're, we've, got, we've got the thumbs up for India, nearly, almost. We're nearly there in India. It takes a week, but there you go. Uh, who else is in tonight? Uh, there's John Don and Little Froig. Uh Tell me this, Justin, if I, if I did a bit of Bollywood dancing there, if I do Bollywood dancing, is that considered racist? I'm not sure, because I'm not sure these days. You don't, do you remember, hold, remember hold, the hold Bollywood on. dancing? If I put the snow, if I put the snowflakes on, right, the snowflakes are falling now, that means it might be racist, okay, because the snowflakes are in the room. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. That's, that's the Christmas effects are still in the system. Now... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting congratulations uh mark have you, have you asked mark mark has 5g internet i hope you don't mind me telling people this but you have 5g internet and marty's dead jealous because he he doesn't even have 2g internet where he is um but uh, it, it is excellent and the audio quality is very excellent because we get the protest and processing done out of house uh it, it's going to be a bit ballistic tonight i better say hello to everybody before we start otherwise we're going to run out of space to fit everybody in uh, mark kerr snowflakes cologne tonight uh, sean's on we're going to be on the the liberator from wayward uh, very very shortly but uh marty these tariffs these tariffs are spoiling the game for a lot of people aren't they Sean O'Neill on the Cologne Potching. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, I know a couple of people who think it's just amazing and they're quite correct. Aye. Right. Now, the news, Justin. First off, because of a breaking the rules, the EU and the UK broke the rules about subsidies to aircraft manufacturers. The US took the huff and have imposed taxes on various products. Then the EU has counter product taxes on stuff, blah, blah, blah. And one of the, the, the items caught in the crossfire is whiskey. Now, the US has put 25% tariff on scotch whiskey and certain whiskies from bush mills but they haven't put the taxes on irish whiskies it's a bit of a i don't understand this i don't like tariffs i'm a free trade person thing people who trade together make money together never go to war so the more tariffs and stuff you put on stuff depending on subsidies and so on, there's little differences but if it's a fair playing field there shouldn't be tariffs but it was announced this week that these tariffs have cost the Scotch whiskey industry half a billion pounds, half a billion pounds in lost sales to the US. Irish whiskey in the last 12 months has, has done okay. It's increased 6.9% to 1.13 billion. But this is not sustainable. Uh, and as these begin to get ramped up, American whiskies into the EU have dropped by a third uh, and dropped by it 53% as much as they've dropped. Well, it already has. But in June this year, if this isn't settled, the EU tariffs on American whiskey go up to 50%. Now, at that point, the US, and quite rightly, will turn around and say, okay, new round of tariffs, and we're putting 50% on scotch. Now, they've already lost half a billion pounds to this. This isn't going to go well. The US, only last week, have imposed a 25% tax on cognac and other great spirits from France and Germany. So this is just this tit-for-tat argumentative, almost petty. Get that, people need to get this sorted. Oh, from 1994, up until last year, or the year before, sorry, 
there was no taxes on these things and between the UK between the EU the UK and and the US so this is this is okay people a lot of the time don't appreciate that this is actually people's lives that they're dealing with this is livelihoods and entire industries and it needs to be sorted so the Scotch Whiskey Association are asking for UK citizens to write to their MPs or post on social media and use the hashtag call time on tariffs it needs this needs to be done because take especially at the minute when coal is ripping the heart out of the tourism sectors of this it, it all of the, the people having to stay at home and, and so on and so forth every business is going to need as much help as possible and they lost that amount of money it, it's just not it's just not sustainable and you're going to see casualties because of this so get it sorted out it's just another thing they're wanting to do is india the biggest whiskey drinking nation in the world spirit import duties are 150 percent it's a joke that's worse than so our power sort of out there's loads of distilleries opening up in india they can come to us yeah i i want to try indian whiskies we've got a thing coming up we're going to talk to someday about this but i mean Amrit and all the different Indian whiskies. I want to try those, and that should be able to come and free and move it about. So yes, tariffs. Get rid of them. Call time on tariffs. So that's our first feature, Justin. Okay, where are we heading next? Because uh, well, it's uh, no, it's 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 a good news for Canada tonight. Has the beautiful one resigned? Yep, in Canada. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, don't, don't be starting to ram. Tullamore G have launched the Oh Everyone campaign in Canada. Now, the reason I kept this in because we've got a fair few people from Canada that, that tune in and watch this every week. So, the Oh Everyone campaign is going to donate 100% of proceeds from its merchandise sales to support diversity initiatives across Canada. So Tullamore Jew have donated 20,000 Canadian dollars already. Now you can go on the website and you can see a live counter. It only started a couple of days ago, so there's there's only like 22,000 on it now. And what it means is you can buy a t-shirt and a, a, a label for your bottle of Tullamore Jew with your name on it with an O in front of it. So you can become a genuine plastic paddy with, so it would be O McCartney or O Macaulay or Oh, care or oh, oh, Neil. <laughs> oh, 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 Neil. So, so you too can become a genuine, bona fide, Tullamore Jew endorsed Grants of Scotland owned plastic paddy. What, what's not the like? Come join us all. <laughs> you know, uh, well, you, 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 you can. Uh, you can if you want to. If you want a holiday home in Europe, <laughs> you can get one of those passports too. <laughs> Oh boy, we'll eventually get Zuckerberg. Oh yes, we will. Everybody, everybody gets. Oh, Zuckerberg will have us at some point. Now, the icons of whiskey awards were announced this week. Me and you missed did out. We, did we not win? I thought we were going but to win. Congratulations to all involved. I thought so too, but unfortunately they, they knocked us in the head. Now, Distiller of the Year was Waterford. Congratulations. They also won Innovators of the Year awards. So very good. Well done, Mark Rainier and all our friends down at Waterford. Uh, the highly commended one is it's a bit of a strange one. Now, everyone who's watched anything that I've ever done knows how much I, I regard and love these guys. I love what they do. The Ecklandville Distillery were highly commended in the Distiller of the Year category. Now, there's one little problem here. They haven't released their own spirit yet. So, <laughs> how do you become... Justin, you seem quite puzzled by this. Right, um, okay. Yeah, they haven't released their own spirit yet. But they've been named Distiller of the Year, highly commended up in the Distillers of the Year. 
Maybe it's they like the Oscars and they haven't come up with that like, category yet, that. so they're in, still in that category. Maybe it's like that. Yeah, but that's about like that's about like me distributing a film not having made one and and winning winning producer of the year. I didn't actually produce anything that you've got to taste. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, but. It's good on them. Right, our friends down at Dingle won the Craft Producer of the Year. And I think that's fair enough. I uh, I have to say that what they do is superb and good on them. Supermarkets of the Year. Now, Supermarkets of the Year releasing selling off-license, off-sales, liquor store stuff was done stores and super value absolutely the stuff that they do <coughs> in the republic is really good own brand stuff winners was aldi and runner-up lidl and i wholeheartedly concur with that their their own brand stuff they bring out under their own brand you can't knock it i mean we talked about this last week the west cork stuff they bring out under the dundalgan brand Twenty pound a bottle. That's, uh, there's four different versions of it. It's 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 really really good for what you're paying for it. So yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Visitor attraction award went to Teeling. Now, Justin, do you notice a slight problem with that too? Uh, I, I thought all visitor attractions were shut this year. Uh, they weren't uh, open, uh, and they couldn't get in anywhere because uh, of COVID. Pretty much, pretty much. So teeling, which is very good. I, I actually got a uh, two years ago. I got a personal tour by Dr. John Teeling, which was uh, a, a great honour. But it was closed pretty much all year. Uh, Powers Court, down the beautiful Powers Court estate, it got highly commended. Now, this is the one, Justin. This is <laughs> this is the one I find really bizarre. Okay, visitor attraction manager went to Kane at the Royal Oak Distillery. Now, I've never been to the Royal Oak Distillery. I'm sure they're doing a great job down there. Absolutely fantastic. But the highly commended category, that went to Cathy Sullivan of the Tullamore Jew Distillery. <laughs> now, do you have a newspaper report there, Justin, that you might want to pull up? Because... The visitor attraction manager. Did we did we do that one before? Uh, and th they were actually what, what happened last shutting or relocating yes, or, or, or doing it. Um, I don't think I can find that one. Uh, just a minute, <laughs> no. minute. It was announced in September. Well, it was announced in September last year that Tullamore were closing <laughs> their visitor attraction centre, but the manager of it. Got a highly commended award, so um, yeah, <laughs> not sure how that one worked. I'm trying to find it. Computer says no, can't find yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. But uh, no, th that 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 certainly oh, is dear. a weird one. But listen, it's yeah. a bit like isn't it one year somebody got the, the peace prize and they hadn't mm. even been in and they'd done a couple of wars was that obama or one of the presidents of the united states of america and trump the only guy that didn't have a war didn't get was... nominated twice and didn't get it <laughs> don't talk about american politics justin what? don't be talking about right. politics never works always this, goes uh, south very quick but yes it was Barack talking of an american <laughs> politics our old friend uh, michael f bloom of 50 states has said great to see you, you two this evening there he is he said he said hello uh, how, how long ago was it we spoke to him six months maybe or something like that we'll, we'll have to get a catch up with him uh, and see how he's progressing with this 50 50 state blend we'll and all that very up. good if you want to catch old shows go to youtube dot really com nice slash Irish whiskey review all the old shows are there and remember to hit subscribe to that and also uh share it with your friends as well because youtube is better to find the old shows on there and uh, you can also interact with us there if you're watching on youtube as well if you don't do facebook as well okay uh so uh what what are, where, where are we going now tonight marty <laughs> 
We're actually going to go to Houston, Texas, Justin. Houston and the, the Lone Star State. Now, that, uh, two years ago, it was announced that probably the future of Irish whiskey was the premium sector. That's where they wanted to go, certainly in the short term. It's the premium sector. You don't get much more premium than this. This week, there was a, an auction announced. Lots of people will have seen this. And it's the Emerald Collection. It's a tie-up between the Craft Irish Whiskey Company and Fabergé. Now, I have, previously I've talked about the Craft Irish Whiskey Company and some of the things that they're offering, and I'm, I am sceptical of some of it. Uh, but when you're working with, with Fabergé, yeah, you're, you're kind of working with the right people. Yes, pull that up on the full screen to, to you see what you're getting But, but, but Fabergé did brew This is the brut, Emerald brut after shave, Marty, and it, was, it wasn't the greatest. It was the sort of thing your auntie that uh, <laughs> thought you smelled bought you for Christmas. Yeah, I think, Justin, to be fair, they're probably more famous for their, their Easter eggs, which you get in this. Now, this is the Emerald Collection, which is a set of seven boxes to celebrate the seven wonders of Ireland. Now, without Googling, Justin, what are the seven wonders of Ireland, considering we live here? Uh, the seven wonders of Ireland? Um, boy, that's a hard one. The seven wonders of Ireland? Uh, let me see. <laughs> uh, Bushmills, uh, Guinness, uh, Jameson... Nope. No, I'm on no. the right. No, I'm not on the right tracks. No. no. Uh, okay. Chance no. Causeway, Cliffston Moher, Blarney Camp. No. Right. Okay. No, Blarney Castle's not there. Cliffston Moher, Giants Causeway, S Sleeve League. Go ahead, come on. Uh, Kilkenny Castle. Nope. Loch Ness. <laughs> Just as you live here and are a tourist guide. You should know that. The, Sh the Shannon nope. River. Um, Newgrange. Nope. The Four Knocks. Nope. Um, Newgrange. Well, I got one. I've got nope. one. Uh, Bonratty Castle. I'm going to do the countdown clock. Do, 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 I don't like countdown. It's numbers You missed and out letters. Glendalough. Oh, right. I've been there, yeah. You've missed the Rock of Cashel. The Skellig Islands. Oh, I'd love to go there. And the Burren. I've been to the Burren. It's good. So there's Glendalough, the Rock of Cashel, Cliffs of Moor, the Skellig Islands, Newgrange, and the Burren. That's the Seven Wonders. Now... In this box, the first box was auctioned this week for the Correa Family Foundation. Now, I haven't heard what it went for. I was in contact with them this week. They are supposed to be letting me know, but they haven't got back to me yet. So, what do you get for your thing? I'm not going to tell you just what it went for just yet, or what the starting bid had to be. But you get two bottles of the oldest triple distilled whiskey in Ireland, 30 years old. Matured in first fill American oak, finished in PX sherry. You get a Fabergé egg made by fourth generation uh, jeweller Dr. Marcus Moore, diamond encrusted Celtic knot, and two coloured gemstones. Wow, it looks good. One large uncut good. Zambian emerald that can be used to make your own piece of custom. It does. One Fabergé Altruist watch by André Martinez, 18 karat gold, hand-painted with 24 karat gold flakes, wow. engraved with Craft Irish Whiskey logo with an alligator strap. Now, that looks nice. That looks nice, now, I have to say. Two Cohiba Siglo 6 Grand Reserve cigars, plus a humidor to keep them in. One gold-plated cigar cutter, one gold-plated water pipette. This one puzzled me a bit. Gold, or sorry, obsidian whiskey stones. Obsidian's a glass. I don't want to be pedantic about it, but obsidian's a glass. It's not a stone. One small Emerald Isle whiskey sample to try and a carafe of Irish spring water. Now, the cigars cost £80 each. 
Hold on, I, I can give you some Irish so, spring water. Just the starting my bets God. were. <laughs> I can go and get some out the tap. <laughs> some out the tap. We should make up our own box, Justin. You know, a couple of cigarettes, a couple of John Player special, <laughs> two, two bottles of proper 12. <laughs> you know, something like the, the, the How do they give you a Faberge egg, right? When there only is, there, there's only ever been 50 of these Faberge eggs made. And this gives me an, an excuse to talk about pussy, up to pussy. I mean, it, look at this here. And what would you have done if you got it? Just you remember this? Look at that. What are we looking at? We're looking at we're looking at Roger Moore meeting him in his in his office in Whitehall, and he's got the Fabergé egg with the state coach in it. I tell you that 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 was that was probably 1983. I think I seen it in the Odeon Leicester Square. Uh, with my mum and dad when I was on holiday in London, it was a fantastic movie, uh, and I still like it to, to, to this to this day. <laughs> it is fantastic, and he it even gets to uh, go to the, the the Russian State Circus in East East Berlin. Fantastic! I love that. I love that. I've wanted a Fabergé egg ever since, but there you go. Never managed to get one. No, this is now my opportunity to get one, Marty. Aye, and then you, you can blow up Correct Fergus <laughs> with it. <laughs> no, but the starting offers for these two million dollars. That's what the starting bid was for it. Two million dollars. Uh, just wow. So whatever they talk about it going premium, they're not joking. <laughs> it goes premium, all right. So you used no, to be uh, able to buy a the other ones, egg for that There's much. seven of these. One of them has been. Hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't buy Fabergé. Fabergé eggs, the original ones, like the Winter Palace ones and stuff. That's, I mean, wow, they're just incredible. But these, there's seven of these. The first one was auctioned this week. The other six are going for auction during the next the next period of, over the next year. Uh, this one, the money was donated to the Correa Family Foundation. We are going to try. Okay. This stuff, the Liberator, ironically named. Are we? We are, Justin. Good. Which one have we got here? Yeah, that's the Tommy Port. Right. That's a double cast. Now, what are we going to try first? Because we got sent, we, we got sent a rather nice selection, Marty, of these. And uh, we can send these up to let us try. Now, what we've got, what we asked for was... An ordinary, say ordinary, the, the the general release. Okay, so this is the the Liberator after the great Daniel O'Connell. It's it's kind of ironically named whenever everybody's in lockdown that we've got something called the Liberator, and and also when all our politicians seem to be an Ulster Scots word for useless is the word thieveless. There's not really an English translation for this. Whenever you say someone is thieveless, it means they are useless, incompetent, idiotic, stupid. So basically, our political leadership are all thieveless. <laughs> okay, so that's a new word for anybody out there. So we could do with some political leadership. So a liberator. Now, what we're going to do, Justin, is we're going to get two glasses. And we're going to put some of the general release this is, look at the colour, that's a lovely colour. This is the Tawny Port finished. Okay, so get the Tawny Port finished. Put it in your glass. Now. And now, Justin, we have, just make sure I've left it the right one. Tawny Port cask strength. Okay. Now, why do some people want cask strength whiskies? 
what's what's the difference now, obviously one is much stronger than the other okay where are, you, where are, you, are, you, are you sort of I'm sort of no. all ready to go. Is our internet? I'm here. Way? Yes. Is our no, internet? No, it's our internet here. Was still, right. So no, I'm still here. I was just getting them. I'm just getting them sorted. Now the first one is the uh, Liberator Irish Whiskey Malt and Tawny Port Finish, right? Uh, and it's it, the inaugural release was launched in yeah. March and is now almost sold through. Batch two is available from the 21st of August. Uh, I think that was last year and uh another is varying of two single malts uh 22 is 2006 cooley single malt matured in bourbon cast the rest is 2015 gnd single malt firstly in bourbon and then finished at nine to 12 months in a really fresh tony port cast refilled within three weeks of emptying now i love things that are done in port as you know from the especially duro valley stuff so it's it's really my sort of uh, my cup of tea yeah now this bottle of the liberator tony port 65 euros so it's not in terms of irish whiskey these days that's it's fairly good price for what you're getting here okay so so there's two single malts in this. Get the the or the, the, the general release one. I'll put it to your nose. And already already you're getting nice dried fruit. Cherries. That little bit of pepper there, a bit of, of freshly ground black pepper. And you're getting some you're getting that some cedar fruit you some black currants you know you're getting that that lovely fresh fruit dark fruit okay so that this is the general release one i'm getting a good zing off that. Okay. a very good zing ask strength yeah yeah it's nice but what we want to do is compare the cask strength with your general release now what you'll find with the cask strength the abv the alcohol is much higher much higher so what you're getting is much cleaner much a crisper finish to a, a, you know a, a crisper nose to it so it's coming out there's much less of the fresh black pepper there there's there, there's you're getting a sort of deeper uh dark fruit stewed fruit nearly so you can you can compare those two and you i mean you see the different balances between them first thing you get off that nice hat of of nuts brazil nuts there's a touch of coconut there that's coming through bang on to the, the the stewed fruit the the cherries it's a lovely lovely fig fresh fig note there so you're getting that coming through on the on the, the general release one. Now, cast strength. We only take a touch of this. And what I say, uh, the reason I'm saying that is the human body is not designed to drink 60% plus ABV spirits. It's just not, okay? So a touch on the lips. As soon as that comes in, the alcohol is what's hitting you first, and it lifts it beyond, basically beyond your palate. You're getting flavours there, but they're not complex. They're not the same complexity as you're getting at forty-six percent, which is what this is. The way people do do this cast strength is they get more romantic view of it but this is just straight from the barrel straight into your glass unadulterated right now mark kerr was saying if, if you if you add just the, okay, can you hear the me? right amount of water to the cast drinks it's close to the standard release 
yes. What you, what you want to do with a cask strength whiskey is experiment. That's the point of them. I know lots of people who they come out with this. It's almost like a macho bravado. I can take a 60% whiskey style of thing, which is really, if you think a whiskey at 60 something percent is it in its best form, you really aren't tasting it properly. That's not how, we, even at 46%, a lot of whiskies take a little bit of water. Okay, they take that little bit of water to open them up, to put the alcohol down so it's not as volatile. And that allows the congeners, the, the, the flavour compounds, to come out an awful lot better. So with your cask strength, what you want to do is take a little bit of water, put it in, and you'll start, when the water goes in, you'll see the oils starting to, 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 to dissipate. There's still there I mean the oil will always float on top of water but the alcohol starts to mix through it a bit you'll start to see a change in color and if you leave it a little bit the nose will develop and what we're wanting to do tonight Justin is try and get these somewhere similar you see that little bit of water in this has now made this more like this. So you're getting that balance. You're getting a bit more. You would have thought it would have. You would have thought it. You would have thought that it would have watered it down, but it's not. It's it's lifted, and you can. There's more this, aroma coming out of that's, it now, or it, that's you can happening. perceive it better. You're getting the. The flavour compounds are getting more of a chance to come up through. You're getting the aldehydes, you're getting the the tannins, you're getting all of that is able to actually come through without the alcohol. Alcohol is a very volatile liquid. So it's beating its way through, it overpowers your olfactory senses and you end up, you're not getting it as good as it can be. Now, that, when you compare the two, that little touch of water has brought that down to pretty much the same as this. Now, one of the reasons a lot of people like cast strength whiskies is it, it's actually better value for money in many ways. You buy a bottle of cast strength and add water to it to bring it down therefore you get more whiskey mm. go on it there and and other people saying mm. it's great and then they're saying famous last words no. yeah i must admit i tell you you'd hardly you'd hardly believe that the first radio a signal of water was sent by marconi between ballycastle and ball, probably, ball of money we'll put it like this marconi the reason he was able to afford to do that was because his, his mother was a Jameson. That's where the money came from to allow me to do it. Whiskey again, Justin. Again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's even worse than the six, six degrees of separation. It's connected it's to everything, isn't it? So, again, that lovely dark fruits, that touch of black pepper coming through is really nice. Yep. Yeah, oh, whiskey. Oh, it is indeed. Now, we'll move on and we'll do the next one. This is small batch, double port finish at 46%. Okay. This is 50 euros a bottle. And it is initially done in bourbon casks, then transit port and ruby port casks. Malt is 2015 from the Great Northern and a little bit of 2006 from Cooley. Now, let me see now. There's quite a high malt content in this actually. 
Super S. Alright. Again, lovely color to it. Really, really nice color. You see? Lovely nice color. Yeah, that's totally that. I wonder, does he say on the notes, it, is that completely natural, that color, I think? Uh, yeah, that would be a natural color. That would be a natural color, Justin. There's no, caramel, caramel gives it a different different shade than that. I don't think there's any color learning on that. I would, if there is, it's a tiny little amount. Now, first thing you notice with that, there's a slightly, slightly more floral cast finish to that. Anymore. There is cherry cast as yep, a second baron. Uh, I'm obviously with port cast rather than cherry, but I'm a more of a, a sherry guy, but it has to be well done. Sherry for me can very quickly transfer over into being sickly sweet. You know, that too much jammy sweetness to it. So I, I prefer sherry cast, but it's, it's very easy to overdo sherry. It's very easy to overdo. Now, that's more floral. It's lighter. Probably not as much intense flavours to this. Uh, you're, getting, uh, you're getting a bit more green fruit. There's a bit more white grape. Pears. Um, again, that that slight peppery things there. Do you not touch a pepper? It comes now, later. Take that and challenge it against the cask strength. No, I'm going to say with the cask strength. In this. Now, the cask strength. That's a slightly different animal than our previous one. With the previous one, the alcohol seemed to be just boom, 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 punching through. This is slightly more floral. The alcohol is actually lending itself a little bit more to that. So what you want, what I would do with that is a tiny little bit of water. Tiny bit of water. And already you notice there's not as much oil coming out of that. When you put the water in, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't be as oily in the glass. So I'm gonna say that one needs less water than the previous cast strength one. I used to There's think that all whiskies were the same until you Andrew McAllister saying that, that's that's my one favourite of, one there so far. I taste it was a Bowmore 17 Bordeaux cask in the pot still in Glasgow. I'm on the double port finish cast strength one there. That's the best. Andrew McAllister's talking about the pot still bar in Glasgow. One of the best places in the world. Absolutely wonderful bar. Just an amazing bar. Is that your favourite now? So the Depago bar... It is my favourite. The Tobacco Bar Distillery is asking, can you explain if there are any differences in how Irish whiskey yeah. and Scotch can't, the can't, are aged? Strength. Actually, you wouldn't need to be putting a huge amount of water in that. No, I, I actually find it all right without 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 water in it. But a wee drop of water, and it, it's it's def, it's definitely not there really. For there's not a huge difference between the two. Uh, there's a much bigger tradition of aging. Irish whiskeys triple distilled, triple distilled, which makes them lighter. So, so when they're triple distilled, they're lighter. So you don't age them too much in in your sherry casks because they would take it on very quickly. So you want them to be have that lighter quality. So bourbon casks are you as these all over. Um, there's not huge differences, just other than in, in body. Uh, supply of obviously helps as well. You know. Agree with you to a point. 
the the Tony Port uh, blend of single malts is is better. That Tony Port Ordinary is a much better half than, than this one. But on the cask strengths, on the cask strengths, you would sort of go with the blend because I think it's it's more of a an easier adapted one. Whereas the the Tony Port one. I think I could take an awful lot more water. I think the Tony Port could actually take being watered down a little bit more and opened up an awful lot more. And that's the joy of cast strength whiskies. You can play about with them. Don't be scared to make mistakes with them. Don't be scared to occasionally overwater. Uh, because if you do, if you overwater them, then you know where the cutoff points are. And and think about what you're doing. You know, take a little, take a little tip. Go with the different ones. Occasionally you'll go at that. That's 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 the point of them. You're supposed to experiment. Find where your bite point is. Find where it is that you like them, and move across. And that way, that's the fun of casting. Can, uh, yeah. Does different casts, i.e., Porter Sherry, lose more to the Angel's share, creating a, 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 a price difference between the, the casts? Port pipes, hogsheads, punchins, all the different sizes of casks. Uh, they create different um, surface area contact amounts. Bourbon casks have the most, your standard bourbon cask has more surface area contact with the, with the liquid to to the wood in terms of angel share that's not where the cost's going to be the cost's always going to be in actually buying the casks for example sherry casks cost a huge amount more than a bourbon cask bourbon can use a cask once then it gets has to be thrown away well not thrown away it has to be sent away because by law they can only age in a in a first fill bourbon cask a first fill american oak cask so then everybody else buys them up i think is currently around 150 euros there thereabouts for a good sherry cask, you could be talking two thousand euros. Uh, some of the rum casks, at <laughs> least the poor Morant rum cask finished. I have no idea what they paid for those, but it was thousands. So the losing the angel share in comparison to what your outlay for the casks are is totally different the angel share is just something that happens probably it's more to do with heat rather than heat and humidity rather than the size of casks it has a little effect but the heat and humidity this was going to cause your, your loss in the barrel. But the initial outlay of the casks is really where the expense is. So if you're buying a sherry, if you're buying a sherry but at £2,000 versus a bourbon barrel at 150 that's where your losses are going to be. So the casks, that's that's more where you're going to get your... your That chemistry work well, again, uh, that, that the flavor changes. Um, that's the that's the double port. And now, if the that cask strength of the Tawny Port one with a little bit more water in it, a little bit more time, it's allowed it to settle, it's allowed it to be much more, much more palatable. 
much more of a this double port finished cast strength one more than the third with the wood and I, I mean toasted wood so you're not the third not one green wood. Poured. This, this is you, you, there's a roast it's very similar to this one mm -hmm. the double port cast strength finish <coughs> we've uh -huh. tasted something that, that smelt on the nose very similar to this the third one we poured uh the double port uh, finished cash strength. We have tasted something very similar to this in a in a Roma. I don't know which one that would be. We've tasted that many. I know you. I know you make better notes than me. As a matter of fact, I think you're going to review one of these ones in the Sunday Life soon. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to do the Tony Port one with the Sunday Life. Um. Yeah, the the double batch there is coming across that it, it's dampened down, so there's not as much there's not as much of the the, the, the peppery note coming through on that night. It's dampened down and it's much more fruity, and that's because it's been out in the in the in the glass for a while, and there's a little bit of water went into so the interplay between the water. And the alcohol and the ABV has moved through, so that this is why cask strengths are—they're more expensive, but they're cheaper. I know that sounds a bit daft, but it's nonetheless true because we're all—you are getting more than a bottle. But you buying a bottle, you water it down yourself, so obviously you get more drinks out of it. But it's that interplay between the water, the whiskey, the time. And you get, you get much more value for money out of cask strengths. But I've heard lots of people say, oh, the cask strength, I love it because it's big, it's punchy, it's the way it comes out of a cask. I promise you, if you're drinking it, any spirit at 60%, you are not getting the best out of it. You need to play with it. You spend time, nurture it, put the water to it, give it the time to, to settle down and the aromas to get through. And then you get much more much more pleasant, pleasurable experience out of it. A sort of uh, normal finish uh, and uh, cast strength finish as well. Absolutely fantastic, Murray, as usual. Uh, thanks to Sir Morris from uh, Wayward Irish Spirit, the Liberator Irish Whiskey brand, from uh, setting those up to us. Uh, the uh, review will be in the Sunday Life v uh, very soon. Is it, is it this next Sunday you're doing it in the uh, Sunday Life? Or, or this next Sunday, Sunday? Uh, Really appreciate you sticking with us tonight, everybody. Sorry for the internet hiccups, but in the final edit, most of them won't be there. So it's the magic of internet. All right. So uh, take it easy and uh, have a good week. Don't forget to catch the podcast on at Wednesday, Ask Alexa to play Irish Whiskey Review podcast, and it'll be something new Wednesday at midnight. Thank you.